You're tuned into tomorrow. Right here on the Advanced Media Network. You don't need to be tech savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up pretty easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y.com to start your free trial. Welcome Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, the interactive radio network program with the latest in high-tech products and services and the experts who bring them to you. This is Into Tomorrow. Here's Dave Graveline. It is our 26th year on the air. This for the weekend of Friday, May 14th, 2021. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. We thank you for tuning into tomorrow. If you didn't hear uh, earlier, um, last hour, I was uh, commenting that they've decided I've got to have vocal cord surgery. So hopefully... After June 3rd, the whole week and a day, the way it works out, because I can't speak until I see the surgeon again, which will be a week and a day later, that I have to remain completely silent. No whispering, no talking, no whistling, no, apparently no clearing of my throat. Boy, that's going to be the hard part, too. But then supposedly we'll be back to normal after they cut out the polyp and whatever. You just need to find one of those uh, Stephen Hawking-type text-to-voice synthesizer things. No, because doesn't that still use your voice box? No, the way he did it. We had a computer. Oh, oh, right, right. Should I do a show, a whole show that way? There you go. Nah. That would people would be like, "What the heck?" It's bad enough when I sound like this. I'm afraid folks are tuning out. Please tell me you're not tuning out. Please call in and participate, so I don't have to talk as much to fill three hours. You guys talk more, okay? You guys, meaning the audience, help us out. How does one participate if they one wants to? There's many ways. Okay. You could uh, download the free Into Tomorrow app. There's a little button there, Message to Studio, which will allow you to record a message and send it right to us. It could be mm-hmm. a question. It could be a comment. It could be a tip for other listeners. It could be some tech rage. Mm. And could, feel free to express yourself. We'll do any bleeping necessary. Yes. Yeah, all right. You could uh, call us or even text us at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. If you do the texting uh, option, we ask that you give us your first name, where you're texting from, and how you listen to the show. And by where you're texting from doesn't mean your bathroom and how you listen radio, but information, yes. you know, your your city that you're participating from. And is it a podcast? Is it a radio station? Is it our stream? How are you hearing the show? That's most helpful. But we want to hear you. So preferably call the 800 number or. Or you can visit intotomorrow.com on any device for the browser, your your laptop, your desktop, your phone, your tablet, your anything, your uh, shoe, as you always say. Yeah. yeah. I just because it makes people go, what? Yeah. Well, maybe your shoe has a browser. I don't know. But yeah, they're, they're right there at intotomorrow.com on the right side or uh, on some phones. It's on the bottom. Um, you can look for a little microphone icon that says Ask Dave. You can press that. And like with the app, you can record an audio message to send to us that way. Yep. It's a little red thing that says Ask. Make sure you pronounce that K because some people have wondered. Like, are you saying bad things about me? It's Ask Dave and Chris and H and Nosomi and Beth and Erasmo. And, you know, it's, you're asking the team, but we're... We're presenting the info to you. 
Yes. And did you know that if you have an Amazon Alexa device, an Echo, something like that, it, it could not be easier to listen to our show? I do know that because when I can make my voice work, I ask Alexa say, to... Alexa, play Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. And bada-boom, there it is. Bada-boom. <laughs> <laughs> yes, followed by The Sopranos. Yeah. Bada-boom. <laughs> um, but that's true. In fact, I've, I've been doing that occasionally, not because I want to hear myself. I do it as I leave the house. <laughs> So at least I know the podcasts are working. When I come back, if it's still working, oh, that's good. Now, Alexa, stop it. You know, but and yeah. that's because one of the many platforms that our podcasts are available on is Amazon Music. So anybody with an Alexa device can get the front, put the podcast for free. And as much as I slam Jeff Bozos and Amazon, uh, they still have our podcast. Yeah. So if you've got uh, an Alexa, check it out, or put your radio or whatever speaker you're hearing us on near your Alexa. And let me see if this works. Ready? Alexa, play Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Did she? Maybe. Ah, we'll see. Now, it'll it'll work on Google, too. Yeah, but probably not by saying Alexa. (laughs) (laughs) Oh, thanks. You know, it's bad enough my throat hurts and I can't speak properly. You think I'm dumb. But really, um, I didn't know that. <laughs> but you're going to have to test that one out because I don't have one of them Google things. Well, you ch- you're Google the only things. one with a Google thing. I I do have a Google thing, and they're cutting it out on June third. Yeah, yeah. They're going to go in and yeah. Um, but that's true. Um, but I I think you just have to say the same thing. I don't even know why you have to include my name, but that's I well, think that's because the, name the show of, that's the, the title of the podcast is Into uh, Tomorrow with Dave Graveline. Okay, because when I've said just Into Tomorrow, she starts trying to read a book or something. Yeah. It's like what? No, dummy. No, and then but when you say Into Tomorrow with Dave Graveline, she'll play the latest podcast, or you can ask her to play the podcast from March fifth or something, or and she'll play that one. Whatever you want to do, it's just that easy. Because they're smart speakers, you know. Uh, yeah. Yeah. And we're on pretty much any podcast platform you can think of. So if you have a favorite, wherever you get your podcast, just sign up for our free ones there anyway. Or you can do it easily at intotomorrow.com. Very, very convenient. Okay, what do we got? NASA's OSIRIS-REx spacecraft launched from the asteroid Bennu is uh, headed back to Earth after retrieving a sample from the space rock. The Origins Spectral Interpretation Resource Identification Security Regolith Explorer. That's Wow. That's why we just call it OSIRIS-REx. Oh. Um, it was NASA's first spacecraft to visit an asteroid near Earth to bring back a sample for scientists. So it landed on the asteroid, and it dug up a little sample, yes. and then it took off from the asteroid yes. to come back. Right. The spacecraft made its historic touchdown on the asteroid last October in a mission that NASA said will help unlock the secrets of our solar system. Early last month, the OSIRIS-REx spacecraft made one final flyby of the asteroid to take photos of the disturbance left by October's sample collection. It will return to Earth with its precious two-pound sample load on September 24th, 2023. Why so long? Well, NASA says the spacecraft's thrusters must change its velocity by 595 miles per hour for OSIRIS-REx's path to intersect Earth. And because, I guess, NASA doesn't believe in uh, the shortest distance between two objects is a straight line, the OSIRIS-REx will circle the sun twice, covering roughly 1.4 billion miles to catch up with Earth. Holy cow. Now, I guess in space, it really isn't true that a you know, straight line is the shortest distance. Well, not only that, but it would probably just burn up. If yeah. it was a straight line anyway, so it's got to come in 
like you would normally bring in astronauts home or something. Yeah. Not like the Chinese out-of-control rocket. Yeah. That for a while there, we had no idea where it was going to land. Anywhere from New York to, uh, what was it, South Carolina or something. Uh-huh. And, and then it ended up being crashing Indeed. into the Pacific, I, I think. think. The Indian Ocean. The Indian Ocean near the Maldives, yeah. So that was weird anyway. Good old Chinese rocket science. Yeah. <laughs> Having no clue. That's what happens when it's made in China. Yeah. Uh, yeah. Mm. <laughs> was that the, the it for that story, though? Yeah. Well, good job, American space. So two and a half years, we'll have our sample. <laughs> wow. I hope it's still there by then, because if it's circling the sun, I hope it doesn't cook the rocks. Yeah, hopefully not. It'd be kind of interesting. Attorneys general from 44 states and territories have urged Facebook to abandon plans to launch a version of Instagram for children, citing behavioral and privacy concerns about antisocial media's effects on young people. Use of social media can be detrimental to the health and well-being of children who are not equipped to navigate the challenges of having a social media account, the officials said in a letter. Further, they said Facebook has historically failed to protect the welfare of children on its platforms. And that is absolutely true. So I'm hoping, I mean, my gosh, attorneys general from 44 states and territories, that's the majority of the country. Yeah, Instagram for kids is a bad idea <laughs> yeah it's bad enough that your son at nine years old is already on tiktok and stuff yeah and that's a that's another fight that i lost with my ex because you know she bought him his phone and she thought it's okay but you know even at nine years old you know he's you know he made a comment to me about you know a little tiktok video he posted he goes and i only got one like on it and, that, and that's the biggest problem with this you know, instagram for kids is it's mm-hmm. gonna it's gonna kill the mental health of these kids who then will suffer depression because nobody likes their posts and yeah or how about all the ones that are cursing or playing music with terrible lyrics and and that sort of thing and these younger kids are hearing it yeah. now to cameron's credit he says oh i, I mute the sound oh well, come on you know that's when we're around of course but otherwise it's just kind of a common thing these days eh, it's just a song and well, i don't repeat the words but still well, and you can and same with video games you can imagine how furious i was when i found out his mother lets him play grand theft auto as long as he has the sound off i'm like well, that doesn't make it any better. Yeah, especially when he told me the other day that um, he was playing GTA and, uh, and, and a dog ripped his arms off. I went, oh, that's lovely. And I tried to tell him, I said, look at the game. Look at the rating where it says 18 plus. You can play this game when you're 18 years old. But his mother lets him play yeah. it otherwise. Well, that figures, knowing his mother. Anyway, a, a batch of genetically modified male mosquitoes has been released just south of us in our Florida Keys. The move, the first of its kind in the U.S., is aimed at reducing the number of disease-carrying mosquitoes in our area. Once the males mate with females in the Keys, the modification will not have any impact on their male offspring. Except that they'll be sitting on the beach drinking a, a frozen colada with a pina umbrella. colada. Yeah, of course. Yeah. However, female offspring will die before reaching maturity. Female mosquitoes, by the way, are the only ones that feast on humans. Did you know that? I did. Okay. And it's very, very typical. Not surprising. Oh, sorry. Did I say that out loud? See, this is coming from people who have ex-wives. Males dine exclusively on nectar. It's because we're sweet. Oh, yeah. Well, yeah. 
or the nectar is anyway. But so there you go. So here in the Florida Key, well, we're not we're in Miami, but south of us, about a three hour drive. Four hours if you're doing the speed limit. Well, an hour uh, and a half if you want to just get to the northern end of the Keys. Well, right, okay, yeah, true. Key West is three and a half hours yeah. if you're, yeah. Um, they are genetically modifying all these mosquitoes, which has got to be difficult to do. I mean, what do you lift a hind leg or something? I, how do you, I don't know how they do this, but at least we should hopefully have fewer mosquitoes that will bite. Which I'm all for. My gosh, yeah. in the summer here in Miami. Yeah, it's getting to be mosquito yeesh. season here, which is not a fun time. No, it's not. It leaves a lot to be desired. Yeah, cause I want to say it was last year, around right after the, the whole coronavirus outbreak, we then had another dengue fever outbreak here in mm-hmm. South Florida, which, of course, is all mosquito-borne. Yeah. So, <laughs> go away. Yeah. Got him. There you go. <laughs> Some TikTok creators have been known to offer career advice, and soon you might be able to find a job through the platform. According to Axios, the service is testing a recruitment tool to help people find jobs and companies, recruiters, and brands to unearth solid candidates. The feature reportedly won't be baked into the core TikTok app. It's said to be a web page where job listings are posted, most of which will uh, likely be entry-level positions. Since this is TikTok, you'll be able to post a video resume rather than one of those boring old written ones. Oh, gosh. Um, now well, you might, yeah, it is 2021. Yeah. Come on. And you might be able to add your resume video to your profile as well. Oh. Yeah, but don't they limit you to 30 seconds or a minute max or I something? Know. I don't know. I've never done the TikTok video. Oh. I did one just for Cameron, and he didn't like it. No. <laughs> you see? I was crushed. <laughs> exactly. But then he said something when he when you had him last weekend that... Um, Oh, I saw your your TikTok. Well, why didn't you like it? Oh, yeah, he's, oh he's, I, I forgot. That's right. He said something to me in the car about, yeah, Pepe said that uh, nobody liked his TikTok video. And I remember my comeback was, oh, I haven't even seen it. Nice. <laughs> nobody liked my TikTok video. It was only one. And it, was, and it was the robots that we went to see at the restaurant in Hollywood, Florida. Yeah. I just, I shot a little video of the robot bringing our food. It's had some views, but nobody liked it. Yeah. I'm crushed. Sorry. Will someone please like my TikTok video? Because then maybe I'll either not do another one, or you'll encourage me to do another one of some sort. I don't do selfies or anything, so don't worry. You're not going to be seeing me there. Well, maybe. I don't know. It could happen. Mm-hmm. But I just want one person to like my one TikTok video. Which I'm surprised I'm on at all anyway. I'm only on just to look at the weird videos. Oh, okay. You scared me there for a minute. I thought I was going to have to dump you. No, I can't <laughs> something to do when I can't sleep at night, and then I find out that I've been on there for like three hours just scrolling. Yeah, and so you warned me about that, and I just sort of laughed it off. And then that next night, I was trying to unwind, and I'm just looking at some things on my phone, and I accidentally opened TikTok and laughed at a couple and then just yeah. scrolled some more and went, oh, my gosh. And next thing I knew, it was about an hour later. Yeah, I mean, the vast majority of them are pretty stupid. But yeah. you get that, you know, that 10% that uh, you actually have you, you know, LOLing. Yeah. I like a lot of the police officer ones, having been a police officer. Of course, some of them are, are quite funny, including the poor officer that got in trouble because he just did this parody of pulling up on the scene and saying, hold on, hold on, hold on. Let me call LeBron and see what I'm supposed to do. And uh, the department got upset with him and whatever. And then, and then somebody did a fund me campaign, and he got like three hundred, four hundred thousand dollars. Uh-huh. So maybe I'll do that kind of a TikTok. 
and you can like it and fund me. <laughs> That'd be kind of funny. So we've talked about those new Apple Air tags, even though they were very late to that party that many other companies had released similar products years ago. Well, those microcontrollers can be reflashed, allowing the devices to be reprogrammed for nefarious uses. That, according to researcher Thomas Roth, Apple has yet to publicly acknowledge this discovery. Because they just announced the Apple AirTags, and they don't want any bad press. Well, it's funny you mention that, because I came across another story. A German researcher claims to have hacked Apple's new item tracker. Uh, The researcher shared a video of the hacked AirTag in action. In the video, we see a normal AirTag points to Apple's Find My website, and you know, which is again is the stupidest thing. You know, Find My, yeah, F- find my what? Find your phone, yeah. find whatever's attached to the Apple tag. Right. The hacked AirTag, on the other hand, points to a completely different URL, which the hacker can set up to be anything they want. But- now, the researcher hadn't shared precise explanation of how they did it, but they said that it took them quote hours of trying which doesn't sound very comforting for Apple. While the hack apparently requires some disassembly and can only be performed with physical access to the device, it opens up scary consequences. For example, a hacker could exchange someone's AirTag with a modified one that leads to our URL that contains malicious code. Hmm. Or they could strategically place rogue AirTags at like one of these tech conferences we go to, for instance, and just wait for people to scan them. Yeah, that's true, because it's automatic. Because you're using the community, if you will, of other iPhones... That are helping to locate stuff, which, again, is just like other stuff does. Tracker tracker, and what are these? some of these other names that are escaping Tile. me at the moment? Tile is another one. They, they aggregate other users without disclosing, allegedly up to now, <laughs> except maybe for Apple AirTags, any personal information or anything about you. It just sort of sends via your phone, if you're on Wi-Fi or otherwise, hey, a, a tag was, was discovered here, and it was, um, you know, it, this could be the one you're looking for, your item that's missing or otherwise. So that's very interesting. Yeah. I mean, it was, you know, that reminds me of when we first got these tracker devices years ago. And I think we got them when we were at, at IFA in Berlin. Mm-hmm. And we all put them on some of our devices. And we got back, and H, he couldn't find his tag. He had the device, it was a backpack or something it was on, but the tag was missing, or the, yeah. the tracker. So he opened up the app and looked for it. And apparently it was on the plane somewhere in Paris. Yes. <laughs> it, 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 actually, I think it was it was just off the coast of England and in, the, in a uh, seat back pocket where it had apparently fallen when he was going to attach it to something. And it was found by someone else on the plane, unbeknownst to them. But it then reported back to H, we found this item. And and it showed where it was, just off the coast of England. And I thought that was pretty funny. Yeah. So they do work. So we have to see what Apple AirTags are going to be doing. Mm-hmm. They do work, but maybe not so well. Into tomorrow.com for lots more. Attention. Do you owe back taxes, fines, and penalties to the IRS? The IRS now offers new relief options for taxpayers affected by COVID 19, but you can't go it alone. 
Call Tax Solutions now. Our team of former IRS agents and tax professionals can get you the best deal. We know the COVID-19 rules. Call us and never speak to the IRS again. I couldn't sleep. We were being audited. I called Tax Solutions now and a great big weight was lifted off my shoulders. I called Tax Solutions now and they got the IRS off my back. Tax Solutions now had my wage garnishment lifted in 48 hours. The virus has caused the IRS to take extensive action to help taxpayers. So if you owe $10,000 or more, this is the best time in years to settle your tax debt. I qualified for the Fresh Start program. I paid less than I owed. Remember, the IRS will not give up until you pay. Call 800-683-9499. Welcome back into tomorrow. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And do you get our free once-a-week tech newsletter? Chris, it doesn't count. Of course you get it. I'm talking to our audience. If you don't, please visit us at intotomorrow.com. Hopefully a little red box pops up. You put in your email address, and then watch for a subsequent email. It's a double opt-in program because we don't spam anyone. And then, voila, every Thursday evening you will get it. Again, visit us at intotomorrow.com. take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does? Hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills. Just pour them in and Hero does the rest. So easy to use and saves me so much time. I never miss a dose. I'm never late for a dose anymore. And that is so critical to me. What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing, but you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Into Tomorrow continues. Here's another fun tech fact that you can share around the water cooler, assuming you have a water cooler at home if you're still working from home. The first Apple logo featured Sir Isaac Newton sitting beneath a tree with an apple about to fall on his head. (laughs) It's pretty much the way they run Apple these days anyway, isn't it? Yeah. Ah, So there you go. By the way, I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline. And Nancy in Gilmer, Texas, listens on KTBB 97.5 FM. Hello, Nancy. Welcome into tomorrow. I'm hoping you can help me with a router question. I have a Linksys EA7300, and it has served me well, no problems. It covers our small home perfectly. But what I'd like to do is I'd like to be able to reach out to my husband's shop, which is about 150 feet away. Do I just need to invest in a bigger, more powerful router, or is there 
some gizmo or something I can plug in somewhere to reach out there to his shop. Well, Nancy, we're all about gizmos and gadgets and all sorts of things available today and into tomorrow. So we're happy to help. 150 feet will put you at a range that Wi-Fi can handle, but not as well as most manufacturers like to advertise. If you have a direct line of sight to the shop, you can try moving the router as close as you can to it and see if anything is picked up. Depending on obstacles and materials, nothing at all may be picked up. And obviously, you may not be able to move the router at all, depending on where it's currently located. Yeah. Now, you could plug in a Wi-Fi repeater closer to the part of the house that's nearest to a shop, or try to build a mesh network by buying a new router, something like an Eero or Netgear's Orbi with a couple of endpoints in the house, including one as close to the shop as possible, and then another one on the shop side as close to the house as possible. If the endpoints can talk to each other, then you have a working network connection and you're all set. There you go. Now, if that doesn't work, you can use a directional antenna at the shop's end pointed directly at the house. We've had luck in the past with some of these, including a C-Crane Super USB Wi-Fi antenna. But you may be able to get away with just a regular, inexpensive directional antenna that replaces the antennas on a router that you'd then place in the shop. Yeah, now, failing that, your other option would be to run some wire to the shop. 150 feet of Ethernet cable shouldn't cost a great deal. Think under $50 if you bought Cat 7 that's rated for outdoor use. Uh, with it, you'd have a solid connection at that distance, but it does require some manual labor to install that the wireless routers wouldn't. So, Nancy, here's the deal. Uh, we threw a lot out at you, so have no fear. Visit us at intotomorrow.com. Look for the show for May 14th, 2021, Hour 2. There's your call and our show notes with all the info that we gave you. And do let us know, please, what you end up doing and how it worked out for you, because it'll help other listeners in similar situations. It's what we try to do at Into Tomorrow. Yes. We've got some more tech news and commentary. Instagram now has a captions sticker for stories, which will automatically transcribe speech in videos. The sticker will be available only in English and English-speaking countries for now, but will eventually roll out to other languages and countries. Instagram says it will also start testing automated captions and reels soon. Uh, the feature should be a welcome addition for people who are deaf or hard of hearing or not native English speakers or just generally watch videos without sound, like I make my son do all the time. Because well, <laughs> I'm waiting at a doctor's office the other day, and I didn't want the sound to go, but I was curious about what a couple of people might have been saying. So that's another reason there, too. Yeah. It's just that, you know, not if it's not convenient, but also because I'm in a lobby with a bunch of other people. And I don't, you know, I, it really irks me when somebody's on their speakerphone. It's bad enough. It's like, don't you, you put it up to your ear. We don't all need to hear both sides of your conversation. So I try to be polite in that sense. And, yeah, I could use some Bluetooth earbuds, but it's not that important. But I'm waiting a few minutes, which doctor's office turns into an hour and a half anyway. Um, and I just wanted to read the info. So reading captions at that point, that makes sense, too. Yeah, I was sitting on the couch with Cameron last weekend watching TV, and he kept playing on his phone. I just turned to him and said, Look, I don't want to hear the phone. I don't mind if you're on it, but I don't want to hear it. So he pulls a blanket over his head, uh, thinking that would block the sound. Uh, but whatever. Uh, but back to the story. Like in text options and stories, users can adjust the style and color of the captions once they're generated. People can also edit individual words in the captions to correct spelling, punctuation, or any words that weren't transcribed accurately, as uh, is bound to happen. Oh, constantly. <laughs> I mean, you can see it even even with closed captioning on your TV 
if you ever do that. It's like, that's not what they said. Yeah, if it's yeah. anything like the dictation on the iPhone, they're going to have to correct a lot. Yeah. Oh, for sure. I've had trouble dictating to my phone lately because I have no voice. Isn't that amazing? Because mm-hmm. I'm thinking, no, I said the right words. I heard them, but my phone didn't. Go figure. Yeah, well, it's like I, you know, I had to laugh at you earlier. I hear you dictating a text to your doctor how you're talking about, uh, I'd like an email because I'm trying to rest my voice as much as possible as you're dictating this text message. Oh, because <laughs> it's fast, faster than typing it. I don't know why. It just it struck me as funny. I see. All of my melees strike you as funny. Well, yeah. I have to laugh at something. Great. I laugh to keep from crying. You want to laugh? <laughs> Check out the video of me trying to go ee and ooh and ah under the doctor's uh, video camera down my throat. Yeah, that I will agree is funny. I even agree. I say, you know what? Anybody who sees it, I say, it's okay to laugh at me because I laughed. I LOL'd when I saw the video. Mind you, you know, it's painful. But, yeah, it, it was funny. I can't help it. Now, there are also those people who say, oh, my God, I don't want to see that. Well, we all have them. I mean, it's not some other part of the body that you don't really want to see. It's, it's the vocal cords. Yeah, it looks weird because it's down your throat. But anyway. If you want to see it, it's on my Facebook page. Not the Into Tomorrow one, but my personal one, at Dave Graveline. Android police say that if you're looking to undercut popular offerings like the Chromecast with Google TV and TiVo Stream 4K, you may want to check out the new very cheap Walmart 4K Android TV box. I know, I always say I wouldn't be caught dead going into Walmart, but you can order it online. The product first spotted by 9to5Google is currently listed at the Walmart website with a price of $29.88. For relatively little money, you're getting an Android TV box that can output 4K over HDMI and also has support for Dolby Audio. What might be a bummer is that the product draws power using a micro USB port. However, of course, since it will stay plugged in at all times and the cable will ship with the product, that's uh, an advantage. That's not such a big issue, perhaps. Also, the box supports both 2.4 gigahertz and 5 gigahertz Wi-Fi networks and comes with a pretty loaded remote that has quick access buttons for popular video apps, YouTube, Netflix, Disney+, and HBO Max. For less than 30 bucks. That's cool. I know. But what I want is one of these devices that has customizable quick launch buttons, not buttons for specific services, most of which I probably wouldn't have anyway. Yeah, my Vizio remote in my living room has – I use Netflix and and Amazon Prime because I steal your account. Uh, But the other buttons I don't ever use. Voodoo and whatever else they have on there. Because they put buttons on there for whoever would pay them. Of course. No (laughs) doubt. No doubt. But I also wish that – then give me one or two programmable buttons. Leave the ones there that they pay, but give me a programmable button option. Darn it. I mean, come on. It's 2021 for crying out loud. Another major name in mobile has confirmed that it won't be exhibiting at Mobile World Congress in Barcelona. Mm. Chip giant Qualcomm is joining a list that already includes Google, IBM, Nokia, Sony, Oracle, Ericsson, and most recently Samsung and Lenovo. 
In a statement, a spokesperson for the company confirmed that it will be taking a similar approach as many of the others opting to attend virtually. Their statement said, while we appreciate the health and safety measures being put into place by GSMA for MWC Barcelona, we have decided that it is in the best interest of our employees and customers for Qualcomm's participation to be virtual this year. It's also a heck of a lot cheaper for them. Yeah. Because these trade shows are very, very expensive to attend and house your employees. And and Barcelona doesn't have as many hotels as one would think. As we've learned several times we were there. Exactly, because we attended Mobile World Congress many times. But I think a lot of the companies now are using COVID as an excuse. You know what? It worked last time. We saved millions. Let's just do it virtually. So, I mean, that trade show is going to be very sparse this year. And I have a feeling CES is going to probably be the same way. I mean, you know, I, I might even go so far as to say the trade show industry may not be the same. I mean, Except I don't, for IFA. Right. I don't think the industry is <laughs> going anywhere. We're still going to have trade shows. I don't know that we're ever going to see the kind of crowds we saw before yeah. at trade shows, especially now that we have the tech to be able to go virtually. Yeah, the only way that could change is if some of these bigger shows eliminate the virtual possibility. And say, well, no, we're not going to do that now. We're back to, air quotes, normal, and maybe by next year sometime. And they say, if you want to be part of our show, you got to be here. Now, that might be the only way. And then, of course, companies will simply opt out altogether and do their own thing and highly promote it and still do it during that trade show. Yeah. Plus, you know, I mean, I use IFA every year as an excuse to spend almost two weeks in Berlin. Well, it's, it's, a, good, it's a good city to it's, spend it's two weeks in. one of my favorite cities outside the U.S. Yeah. And we will hopefully be there. That's the other reason for the vocal cord surgery to be June 3rd or shortly thereafter if things should change. Because I want to be fully repaired (laughs) before we head to IFA. Because we're going to be going there in late August. Because it's uh, the first couple of weeks of of September. And by the way, if I hadn't mentioned it recently, it's open to the public. So if you're looking to get out of being cooped up at the house and finally take a nice trip... Consider IFA, because it's open to the public, unlike CES or Mobile World Congress or any of these other big tech shows, this one is open, and there's a lot of very, very cool stuff to see. Yeah, I didn't know what to do on Labor Day last year, because it was the first Labor Day in 18 years that we were actually here and not in Berlin. Yeah, and we were working on Labor Day anyway, Yeah, because we've always joked about having worked on Labor Day, because we're always in Berlin. Yeah, and this year, same problem. Yeah. We'll be there. So let us know if you want to visit Berlin, and uh, be sure and swing by the broadcast center for Into Tomorrow. And we'll, we keep it fully stocked. Well, they keep it fully stocked with German beer and sodas and water, still and sparkling, or still and sparkling. we got plenty of beverages. You can come and we'll, we'll share a beverage with you. Mitgas and Sandsgas. Yeah, <laughs> exactly. Intotomorrow.com. Let's meet there, shall we? Thanks. You don't need to be tech-savvy to record and publish your own podcast, but we're guessing listeners of Into Tomorrow would pick it up easily. And it's also less costly than you might imagine. Plans start at just $12 a month. Go to Blueberry.com. That's B-L-U-B-R-R-Y dot com to start your free trial. Here's a fun Into Tomorrow tech tidbit for you. The inventor of the microwave didn't make any money off his invention. 
except for the $2 bonus he got from the company he worked for when he invented it. A $2 bonus. It's not a typo, right? It's not a typo. It wasn't like a $2,000 bonus, no. $200, $2 bonus. Now, it was back, I think, in the 50s, so $2 was a little bit more than it is today, but, yeah, Please. that's all he got. Please. Yeah, but also back in the 50s, PCs went by the name Electronic Brains. Yeah. <laughs> wow. But, you know, the company that invented – or the company that he worked for when he invented the microwave, they were uh, – they, they were working on radar systems for the military. Oh. And they, it was an accidental invention in the microwave. That's true. Which is also why the, the first microwave was called the radar range. Oh. <laughs> I remember that. Oh, how cool is that? Wow. Pretty fascinating. I'm full of useless tech info. You are. Tired of recharging your mobile devices? Well, your local phone company may become the source for free wireless power. With this week's Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute, brought to you by Dexcom, here's Alfred Poor. Thanks, Dave. Wearables and smart mobile devices can make a world of difference in our lives, but you have to keep them charged. Maybe you have to plug them in, maybe you have to change the batteries. In either case, it's a hassle. What if you could recharge your devices all the time, everywhere, for free? Well, that's a real possibility thanks to research underway at Georgia Tech. They've created an antenna system that can harvest energy from radio waves. And not just any radio waves. It uses emissions from the new 5G cell phone systems. Most solutions of this sort are highly directional and have to be pointed at the source of the radio waves. This Georgia Tech design can receive power from six different directions at once. Furthermore, it can be created on a flat card about the size of your palm. They're investigating ways to use 3D printing and printed electronics to produce the device. This could be the solution we need to make health tech sensors a set-it-and-forget-it proposition. For Into Tomorrow, I'm Alfred Poor. Back to you, Dave. And we thank you, Alfred. Very cool stuff, as always. The Into Tomorrow Health Tech Minute brought to you by Dexcom. The future of diabetes management is here. Visit dexcom.com to learn more. That's dexcom.com. When you participate, no promises, no guarantees, but we want you to mention one or two of the following items that you may like to have. We'll do our best, we promise, to get one of those items to you. Like, for example... From LFO, we've got infrared ear and forehead thermometers. From Razor, some Kylo webcams with built-in adjustable ring lights. Tivic Health has sent a clear-up device as a microcurrent device to relieve congestion from colds, flu, and allergies. Oh, and from a company called Rocat... The ELO 7.1 Air. These are wireless surround sound gaming headsets. And Benji Lock has provided a fingerprint bike lock so you can secure your bike with just a finger. Yeah, very cool. And you can use that same finger to call and participate to win these prizes. Either call us at 800-899-INTO. That's 800-899-4686. Use the free Into Tomorrow app or the Ask Dave button on our site at intotomorrow.com. Very clever use of the finger. take a lot of medicine or take care of someone that does hero is the new smart device that makes life easier by pre-sorting a 90-day supply of up to 10 different pills just pour them in and hero does the rest so easy to use and saves me so much time i never miss a dose i'm never late for a dose anymore and that is so critical to me 
What I like best about my Hero is that it's so easy to set up and it's so easy to use. And I don't have to worry about my pills or get distracted and forget, did I take that pill or not? Because it reminds me. It alerts and dispenses with the push of a button. Plus, Hero sends a friendly alert to you and a caregiver. Hero is amazing. But you could even live out of state with the person and still program their Hero from the convenience of your phone. I feel better than I have ever felt simply because I have this device. Try Hero risk-free for 30 days. If you don't love it, you don't keep it. Call 800-613-2715. That's 800-613-2715. 800-613-2715. Call now. Into Tomorrow continues. I'm Dave Graveline. I'm Chris Graveline, and this portion of Into Tomorrow is brought to you in part by Blueberry, the most flexible tools in podcasting. Go to blubrry.com and claim your free trial. That's Blueberry without the E's. Again, blubrry.com. John in Tyler, Texas, listens on KTBB AM and FM. Hey, John. Lately, I've been trying to get a system set up where I can help my grandfather to review his old formatted videos. And I have been able to send some of those over from old cassette tapes over to be uh, MP4-type videos. And I'm looking for a little bit of assistance in trying to figure out how I can best uh, help him to display those on computers or systems on modern-day electronics. Got him set up with a computer, but I've got no operating system set up on it yet. It's well within his means. If you have any recommendations on an operating system or maybe a program I can run in Windows that would help him to best view those videos in any format. Well, John, first of all, kudos to you for helping your granddad like that. I think that's awesome. And just about anything will play MP4 files. If you install Windows 10 on that computer you're setting up for him, it should come with Windows Media Player, which is capable of playing MP4 files. So you really won't need to do anything more than just double-click the file. Now, if you used any special compression codecs, you may need to install those first. But we try to open the file with everything as it is out of the box, if you will, because it will likely work. Yeah, now, if for whatever reason that doesn't work for you, you can try a free player, like VLC player. Uh, that's one that we use on, on all of our computers here at the studio. I love VLC player. I, you know, it's, It plays a lot of the stuff. I just like it because the icon is a traffic cone. Yeah. Reminds me of my days as a cop. Yeah. Uh, VLC <laughs> is very capable and likely to be able to play your files. The same goes for mPlayer X. They both have been around for a very long time and are regularly updated. So they may be good alternatives if Windows Media Player won't do the job for you. Okay, there you go. So there's a couple of options there. By the way, we hope that you already receive our free once-a-week tech newsletter because there's so much to offer you there, including, imagine this, some tech news each and every week. We also have a list and links to our prizes, so you can see yes. the prizes, the giveaways we're offering that week. And special thanks, yeah, I'm saying it in front of you, to Chris for redesigning the tech newsletter recently. It's looking sharper. Trying to bring us into tomorrow. Yeah, my, okay. We'll go with that. But do check it out. If you haven't seen it lately, but you already subscribe and you haven't had a chance to look at it, please do look at this one this week. And if you've not subscribed, visit intotomorrow.com. Little bread box pops up. Put your email address, which, by the way, we don't share with anyone, and then watch for a subsequent email. Click that link. It's a double opt-in program because we don't spam anyone. 
And among other things, Beth's Tech Tip, where you can travel with your tech. Yeah, whether you need to check road and driving conditions, weather, make reservations for hotels, cars, flights, or theme parks, you can do it all right from your phone anytime, anywhere. Ah, and we tell you everything you need to know before you attach those new Apple AirTags to everything you own, including how we warned you earlier this hour about how hackable they are. So do check it out, intotomorrow.com.